بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله بإذن الله تعالى we want to continue going over the explanation of the hadith of Jibreel عليه الصلاة والسلام reading the explanation of the fadilat of Sheikh Al-Allama Sheikh Saleh Al-Fawzan Hafidhahullahu Ta'ala We had reached the sixth article of Iman Not clear, huh? Now, لحظة يا إخوة شعر وطعب We were saying that we had reached the, the sixth article from the articles of faith or the sixth pillar from the pillars of faith and that is Iman Bil Qadr to believe in the Qadr Khayrihi wa Sharrih the good of it and the bad of it Inshallah Ta'ala, what we want to look at today are some of the benefits that the believer gains from his proper belief in Qadai wal Qadr. Shaykh Saleh Huzan, Ta'ala, he mentions Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala's statement. نعم لكي لكي لا تأسوا على ما فاتكم ولا تفرحوا بما آتاكم. This is Surah Hadid, verse number twenty-three. Allah Taala He says, in order that you do not become saddened by that which has missed you, nor that you become over happy by that which has reached you. Again, so that you do not become saddened and distraught. By that which has missed you, nor would you become overjoyed by that which has reached you. Again, this is Surah Al Hadid, verse 23. The Shaykh he says, فَلَا تَحْزَنْ عَلَى مَا فَاتَ وَمَا نَقُصَ مِنْ مِنْ مَالِكَ أَوْ أَوْلَادِكَ أَوْ مِمَّا تُحِبُّ وَلَا تَفْرَحُ فَرْحَ الْأَشِرِّ وَالْبَطْرِ وَالْكِبْرِ بِمَا أَتَاكَ اللَّهُ مِنَ الْمَالِ he says, meaning that you do not become saddened by that which has missed you. You do not become saddened by that which has missed you, that which you don't have, or that which you have, yani, has been restricted from you, have been lessened from you with regards to money, or with regards to children, or with regards to those things in which you love. Nor will you become over happy, or, or you become happy with the happiness of the one who is extremely cheerful. 
the one who was arrogant, the one who was haughty, the one who was arrogant due to that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them from money. Naam. So one believes properly in qadai wal qadar from the fruits and from the benefits is that he will be one who displays the proper happiness. He will not become one who is deluded by that which has reached him, nor will he become one who stresses himself out and who worries himself and becomes yani, distraught over those things in which have not reached him or those things in which he has a restrictiveness in from money, children and the like. Naam. The Shaykh says, وَهَذَا Mahmud." That this is something that is praiseworthy. Naam. Amma farah. Afwan. Amma farah. Bifadlillah. But when one is happy due to the bounties that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have bestowed upon him, فَهَذَا Mahmud. Then this is praiseworthy. That one is happy due to that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed them with and bestowed upon them. تَشْكُرُ وَتَفْرَحُوا بِمَا أَعْطَاكَ اللَّهِ That you yani, uh, should be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and show gratitude and be happy by that which Allah ta'ala has given you. Naam, this is okay. وَلَكِنْ فَرْحُ الْأَشِرِ وَالْبَطْرِ هَذَا هُوَ الْمَمْنُوعِ But the over-joyfulness and happiness and the, the happiness that has therein arrogance, that has therein haughtiness, this is that which Allah Ta'ala He has prohibited. This is that which is prohibited. Now, this is that which is prohibited. These are the type of individuals whom Allah Ta'ala does not love. As Allah Ta'ala He says, La tafrah. Do not become boastfully and arrogantly happy. We understand from this. Now, La tafrah. Inna Allah la yuhibbul farihin. Do not become boastfully happy because verily Allah does not love the ones who are happy like this. Allah Ta'ala, He does not love the ones who are happy with the happiness that is boastful, the happiness that is, yani, uh, has with it arrogance and the like. Allah Ta'ala, He does not love them. Naam. And this is the reality. The Shaykh, He goes on to mention Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala's statement. And before we forget, this ayah is in Surah Al-Qasas. And it's verse number 76. Naam. So again, that is Surah Al-Qasas. Verse number 76. Allah Ta'ala, He says in Surah Al-Ra'ad, Naam, in Surah Al-Ra'ad, and in verse 26, وَفَرِحُوا بِالْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَمَا الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا فِي الْآخِرَةِ إِلَّا مَتَاعَ Allah Ta'ala, He says, and they become happy due to the life of this world. But what is the life of this world in comparison to the, and to the hereafter except but a fleeting pleasure? مَتَاعَ It is a small fleeting pleasure. That which will soon leave us. Naam. So therefore we understand from this, as the Shaykh says, فَالْفَرْحُ عَلَىٰ قِسْمَيْنِ So that happiness is upon two times. Happiness upon two times. فَرْحٌ مَذْمُومٌ This is a farh, a happiness that is dispraised. A happiness that is dispraised. It is blameworthy. وَهُوَ فَرْحُ الْكِبْرِ وَالْبَطْرِ وَالْأَشِرِ and this is the happiness that contains therein haughtiness and arrogance and overjoyfulness and boastfulness. Ma'am, this type of happiness, then this is blameworthy. It is dispraised. And then you have a farh that is mahmud, a happiness that is praiseworthy. 
a happiness that is praiseworthy. And this is to become happy due to the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and due to His mercy. Allah ta'ala, He says, قُلْ بِفَضْلِ اللَّهِ وَبِرَحْمَتِهِ فَبِذَلِكَ فَلْيَفْرَحُوا Allah ta'ala, He says, and due to the bounty of Allah and due to His mercy, so therefore due to that, thus become happy. هُوَ خَيْرٌ مِمَّا يَجْمَعُونَ Because that is better, the bounty of Allah and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is better than that which you collect. It is better than that which you gather together. It is better to that which you, yani, you know, hoard and the like. It is better than that which you have collected. This is Surah Yunus and it's verse 57, 58. Verse 58 from Surah Yunus. So therefore we see that happiness is of two types. The happiness that is blameworthy and the happiness that is praiseworthy. From the fruits and benefit and believing correctly in qada wal qadr is that one will be able to attain the happiness that is praiseworthy and he'll be able to push back you know, and, 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 and repel from himself the happiness that is blameworthy. The Shaykh he says, وَإِذَا آمَنَ الْإِنسَانُ بِالْقَضَاءِ وَالْقَدَرِ He says, when a person believes in الْقَضَاءِ وَالْقَدَرِ He becomes content. He becomes at ease. نعم. فَلَا يَحْزَنُ عَلَى مَا فَاتَ So he does not become worried and distraught by that which has not reached him. وَلَا يَفْرَحُ بِمَا أُعْطِيَ فَرُحًا يُخْرِجُهُ عَنِ الْإِعْتِدَالِ Nor does he become happy with that which has been given to him, the type of happiness that will remove him from being upright. The type of happiness that will remove him from being upright. وَأَمَّا الَّذِي لَا يُؤْمِنُ بِالْقَضَاءِ وَالْقَدَرِ But with regards to the one who does not believe in qada wal qadar, فَإِنَّهُ يَجِزَعُ وَيَسْخَطُ إِذَا فَاتَهُ شَيْءٍ The one who doesn't believe in qada wal qadar, he becomes worried. He suffers from anxiety. He becomes upset, angry. Naam, over that which has passed him. Over that which has not reached him. وَيَتَكَلَّبُ بِكَلَامِ قَبِيحٍ and they speak with speech that is despicable. Naam, they speak with speech that is despicable. If one will reflect, for example, on some of the kuffar, who there reaches them a calamity, they have been struck with a calamity, you will find them saying all types of despicable things, all types of evil and vile things. Why? Because they don't believe in qada'i wal qadr. Naam, you will find them worrying themselves to the point of deep depressions. You will find them worrying themselves, as they say, proverbially to death, and in some cases even literally. Naam, why? Because they don't believe in qada'i wal qadr. And this is from the fruits and the benefits of an individual believing correctly, is that he will be able to escape the likes of these traps. He will be able to escape the likes of these calamities 
uh, of falling into deep depressions, falling into this anxiety, and so on and so forth. He'll be able to escape the likes of this. Because when one reflects, if a calamity hits, naam, and then it is chased, it is followed by anxiety, deep depression, and so on and so forth. Then in reality, this is what? A calamity upon a calamity. Naam. But as far as the mu'min, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed them with that, that will save them from getting hit with a compacted calamity, with a calamity on top of a calamity. Why? Because when a calamity comes to the mu'min and he is touched with something from that, that is a test for him and the like, then he understands this is the decree of Allah and Allah does what He pleases. So He won't become yani, distraught. He won't fall into a deep depression. He won't become overtaken by anxiety and the like because He knows all of this is from the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Therefore, He would safeguard His tongue from saying things that are inappropriate. He will safeguard His limbs from doing things that are inappropriate. And rather, He will meet that calamity with patience and do to His meeting that calamity with patience and anticipation of reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You will find that what? You will find that sins will be removed from Him and His level will be increased. Naam. The Shaykh says, but the one who doesn't believe in qadai wal qadr yatakallamu bi kalamin qabih aw yaf'anu fi'lan qabiha He will do, he will speak with speech that is despicable or he will do actions that are despicable. Naam. Kalatu mil khudud Like the one who starts to strike at his cheeks, starts slapping his face and stuff like this. Naam. People when they become overwhelmed with uh, 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 sadness or they become overwhelmed you know, uh, due to a calamity, those who are not guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those who don't know how to act, those who don't believe properly in qadai wal qadr, you will find them slapping themselves, slapping their faces, beating their bodies, beating themselves. Now, you just crashed your car into a tree. Your car is total, done deal. What benefit is it for you to start smacking yourself now? What benefit you to start beating your chest? For what? Is it going to help your car? Huh? It's going to get you another car? It's going to make your car not be total? Your car is still total, they said. So smacking yourself is what? What does that do? Nothing. But these are individuals who don't believe correctly. So their actions start manifesting the corruption of what is inside their heart. So they start slapping on their face. So the shaykh, he says, they do evil actions like, uh, Like they start smacking their face, slapping the cheeks. And they start ripping and tearing off the pockets, ripping and tearing the clothes. But now you crashed your car. You want to rip your clothes up? You're going to tear your shirt? Subhanallah. You should be thinking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you walk away from it. Think Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you ain't dead. But the person now want to rip his clothes. Why? Because he lost his car? Yes, yeah, salam. This one who does what? He don't believe in qadai wal qadar. Naam. The shaykh, he says, And then they start yani, calling out like the, yeah, the statements of jahiliya when the uh, calamities hit. Start saying things they shouldn't be saying. Start saying, saying things that are incorrect. Start saying things like what the kufar and them be saying. And this is yani, from the calamities of not believing correctly in the qadai wal qadr. The shaykh he says they would do things like this. Why? لَأَنَّهُ لَا يُؤْمِنُ بِالْقَضَاءِ وَالْقَدْرِ He would say this because he don't believe in qadai wal qadr. Naam? And this is why they would do and they would say the likes of these calamities. And this is why their calamity is increased by another calamity on top of a calamity. Naam? Because they don't believe in it. Al-qadai wal qadr. Shaykh says, وَلَيْسَ بِرَادٍ مَا فَاتَهُ وَلَوْ جَزَعْ 
ولو جزع ولو سخط ولو لطم خده ها وشق جيبه فليعيد ما فات الشيخ says they are not pleased by that which has which has missed them right maybe it was a job they couldn't get maybe it was an individual they wanted to marry somebody else married them okay maybe it was some money that was supposed to come their way by way of an investment or something like this the investment doesn't go through they don't get that money and so on and so forth right so they are not pleased by those things that have reached them or have missed them rather they are not pleased by those things that have missed them so therefore they become worried anxiety attacks worry deep depression they become angry they become enraged now you see people walking around enraged why because he lost his deal walking around enraged why because he couldn't marry so and so walking around enraged why because he gained the, he couldn't get the promotion walking around mad and things or they start slapping on the face or they start tearing on the clothes the shaykh he says if they were to do all of these things that's not going to bring back what they missed yeah, they do all these things. It's not going to bring back what you missed. So if it was if it was the woman that you wanted to marry, and then someone else married her, you slap your face, you get mad, you do this, you do that, do that. Guess what? You still ain't married to her. You see, it don't bring back anything. You 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 didn't get the promotion, so now you're walking around mad. You want to mush your coworker. Guess what? You still didn't get the promotion. Now you might get fired. Right? Now you might get fired. You see, it didn't bring back what you missed. It didn't bring back what escaped you and the like. And this is important for us to understand that when these calamities happen, that we have to react in an appropriate manner. We have to remember that this is from the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a test for us to see what we're going to do. And we have to withhold our tongues and withhold our limbs from doing things that are inappropriate. The Shaykh says, well, I can the Shaykh says, if the person were to do these things, they get mad, they become worried, they fall into depression, they slap the face, they, they rip the clothes and the like. This will result in them falling into a calamity. This will result into them falling into a calamity. And also, if a Muslim were to do the likes of these things, then what will happen is that he will lose out on a reward. The reward that he would have gotten from being patient and from anticipating the reward of Allah, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala due to his patience in light of a calamity, now he's not going to get that either. So his calamity is increased by calamity and he don't get nothing from it. He don't get nothing from it. Naam. But see, the one who believes in qadai wal qadr, the one who believes in qadr properly, naam, he's patient about that which has afflicted him. Whether that which has afflicted him is with regards to his wealth. Whether that which has afflicted him is in regards to the loss of properties and, and the spoiling of investments and so on and so forth. Whether that which has afflicted him is, is a loss of life. Loved ones have passed away and have died and so on and so forth. They are patient upon that which has reached them. And they know that this is from Allah. This is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَأَنَّ مَا شَاءَ اللَّهِ كَانَ وَمَا لَمْ يَشَأْ لَمْ يَكُنْ Because they know whatever Allah wills is and whatever He does not will is not. So if it happened, it's because Allah Ta'ala, He wills it. Whatever Allah doesn't will, doesn't happen. Naam. Whatever Allah doesn't will, doesn't happen. So if it happened, because Allah Ta'ala allowed it. So if you're sick, Allah Ta'ala has decreed that you will be sick. 
He has allowed that you will be sick. So you have to be patient with that sickness and, and anticipate the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for the mu'min, he will be rewarded for his sickness. Every pain, every ache, every discomfort, sins will be removed for the mu'min. Naam. This is why for the mu'min is all good. Every situation for him is good. If he's afflicted and tested with the good times, shakar for kana khairunlah, then he shows thankfulness, gratitude to Allah Taala, and that's better for him. Naam. وَإِذَا أَصَابَتْهُ مُصِيبَةً نَعَمْ صَبَرْ فَكَانَ خَيْرٌ لَهُ And if a calamity befalls him, he is patient and that's better for him. Why? Because when that calamity befalls him, he is patient and therefore sins will be removed from him. He will be raised in his rank and the like. نَعَمْ The Prophet said, That the greater the uh, calamity, the greater the reward. This is what the Prophet said. The greater the calamity, the greater the reward. Naam. So for the mu'min, he is rewarded for the likes of these things. Naam. فَإِنَّهُ So therefore, he will become happy. He will become pleased. So for the mu'min, So for the mu'min, for example, if he crashes his car, wraps his car around the tree, he will find contentment with what has transpired. Because he will understand that what this is from the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him that car, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took the car away. So he will become content. And he will reflect on the bounty. That is with him. He will be he will reflect that Alhamdulillah he walked away from it. Alhamdulillah he is alive. Alhamdulillah he only broke both his legs. He could have lost them and now they've been cut off. They're only broken. They will heal inshallah. He will find, he will understand the benefit that is therein. I broke my arm, it hurts really bad. Alhamdulillah. Because he understands from being patient, this pain, sins is coming off. I need the sins to come off. Naam. So he will find contentment. He will find complacency. Ah, he will even find happiness with the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَكَذَلِكَ مَنْ لَا يُؤْمِنُوا بِالْقَضَاءِ وَالْقَدَرِ Naam. This is the first point. This is the first fruit that the shaykh mentions about true belief in qadai wal-qadr. Is that what? Is that one will be able to be happy with the proper happiness and they won't become saddened by that which has missed them. This is one fruit, one benefit when one believes correctly. And this is because, listen, everything inside of Islam is a benefit for you. As we were talking about a little bit yesterday in the khutbah, everything in Islam is a benefit for you. Naam. Those things which Allah Ta'ala, He has made obligatory upon us, it is for our benefit. We do them, we benefit. Huh? We benefit. Naam. Likewise, those things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited, we stay away from them, we benefit. Therefore, our benefit. Naam. He brought the example of the khamar. Huh? Remember? The example of the khamar. That when the one who partakes in khamar, the alcohol, this is that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made prohibited. When one partakes and he indulges upon that which Allah has made haram, then what happens is that what? He, bad things happen. He might destroy his liver. You understand? He might... He might yani, uh, get a DUI for drinking driving. 
He might crash his car. You see? Like, this one, something happened, he don't believe qadar wal qadar. So he take the haram. Right? He take the haram. He start drinking, he go get drunk. Now he get DUI. You get a DUI, what happens when you get a DUI? Now you lose your license. You lose your license, what happens you lose your license? Now you can't drive. Now you can't drive, what happens you can't drive? Now you can't get back and forth to work. Can't get back and forth to work, what happens you can't get back and forth to work? Now you lose your job. You lose your job, what happens you lose your job? Now you can't pay your bills. Now you can't pay your bills, what you can't pay your bills? Now your, your lights get cut off. Like, what happened when all this stuff happened? Now you get kicked out. Maybe, maybe, the, maybe your wife leave. Huh? All these evil repercussions because of what? Because he won't take a drink. Because he want to get high. Because he want to take alcohol or want to take intoxicants. He want to smoke this. He want to sniff that. All these bad things happen to him now. And these are just, and if we reflect, we can keep going on and on and on and on and on about all of the evil that comes from taking intoxicants. But if you look at everything that Allah Ta'ala has made haram, you will find the same thing. It's haram because it's bad for us. If you do it, bad things will result from it. Bad things will result from it. Look at homosexuality. Homosexuality is haram. If everybody in the world took to homosexuality, you know what's going to happen? No more human beings. Huh? No more human beings. That sound like a good thing? It's an evil thing, despicable thing. It is something that is despicable. It is something that goes against fitrah. It is something that is heinous. So woe to a society that try to tell us that it's from being moderate and being yani, tolerant that you accept these. No, we don't accept these things. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said these things haram. So these things are evil. These things are yani, 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 despicable. And that's what they are. And that's what they're always going to be. And ain't nobody going to change that. Naam. The next thing that, well, yani, from, the, from the fruits, we get into the next issue, the next fruit and benefit for the one who believes properly in qada'i wal qadr. The Shaykh he says, وَكَذَلِكَ مَنْ لَا يُؤْمِنُوا بِالْقَضَاءِ وَالْقَدَرِ يُصَبْ بِجُبْنِ وَالْخَوْفِ That the one who does not believe in qada'i wal qadr, you know what happens? He becomes stricken with coward, with uh, cowardice and fear. He becomes stricken with cowardice and fear. Now, the Sheikh is going to elaborate upon this now. He says, So this one, he will not fight. He will not struggle in the cause of Allah. Because he don't believe properly in Qadai wal Qadar. The one who believes properly in Qadai wal Qadar, you go out, you fight jihad, peace The one who believes Qadai wal Qadar, he's worried about dying. Oh, if I go out, I might die. You're going to die when you're going to die anyway. Whether you go out or you stay home. If you're supposed to die today, you're going to die today. <clears throat> There's no getting around that. Whether you go out or you stay home, you're going to die. You put yourself inside of a fortress. You put yourself with, with tall walls, laser security systems, state-of-the-art technology for security. Angel of death is going to take your soul anyway. You could be inside of a metal box buried in the middle of the earth with, with your oxygen and all of that. And if the angel of death is going to take your soul anyway. You're going to die, you're going to die. So the one who understands the reality of this, who understands, whatever Allah decrees is, whatever he has not decreed is not, then he understands. If I'm going to die today, I'm going to die today and no one is stopping that. But if I'm not going to die today, I'm not going to die today and can't nobody kill me then. You understand? So therefore he will go and fight. Uh, the Shaykh says also, the one who doesn't believe in Qadai wal Qadr, la yatlubu al He does not seek after his provisions. 
They won't seek after provisions. They become scary. Huh? They don't want to seek after provisions. <laughs> the Shaykh he says, why? Because this person is scared of everything. He's scared of every everything terrifies him. And he won't find the provisions. Let me give an example about this one. Okay. Seeking the provisions. The one who's so scary, don't understand, is like the one who has a job, for example. He has a job. But there comes an opportunity across where there's another job, right, that is better for his religion. It pays more. Maybe even has a better schedule, okay? And maybe they're having open uh, interviews, open house for interviews on a particular day. So it necessitates for him to do what? To take off from his current job so he can go apply for the new job that's better for him. The one who's scared of everything, what is he going to do? He's going to say, you know what? I can't take off because I might get fired, you know, and this and that. My boss here already looking at me strange. If, 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 if I come in late, they might let me go. I might get this, I might get that, and then, you know, so on and so forth, right? Because he doesn't have, he, he doesn't put no tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when one believes in, in the qadai wal qadr, he, he's able to put his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he understands in reality, la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. He understands this in reality. La hawla. There is no change from state to state. There is no alteration in situations except by the permission of Allah. Naam. And there is no power except with Allah. He understands this. So the one who truly believes, he understands that listen, whether I do what's do what I'm supposed to and come, or whether I come into work or I don't come into work, if I'm supposed to get fired from this job, they're gonna let me go anyway. Okay? Whether I show up or I don't show up. If I'm going to get let go, I'm going to get let go anyway. You understand? The one who truly believes, and inshallah ta'ala, we're going to come to this point, so I don't want to go too much into it. But bismillah ta'ala, he understands he will take the asbab. He will do what, what is upon him to do from the taking of the means. So in other words, uh, the one who truly believes in qadai wal qadr, how he will benefit and not be like this coward here, who's scared of everything, so he won't go to the interview. Why? Because he's scared he's going to get fired. You understand? But the one who truly believes in Qadr, who truly believes, what, what, what will he do? He will be an individual who will take the Asbab. So therefore, if he has to put in a request to HR for a day off, he'll put the request in. If he has to email his manager, he'll email his manager. If he has to talk to the manager, he will talk to the manager. He will do whatever it is that he has to do from the Asbab, from the means, huh? and let them know, I'm going to take off this day. And then he will go, put his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he will apply for that job that is better for his religion, pays more money, and it, and it has a better work schedule. Understanding that what? If it's meant for me to get it, I'm going to get it. If it's not, then I won't. Labas. If it's meant for me to remain at this particular place of employment, I will remain there. If it's meant for them to fire me, then I'll get fired. Labas. It's Allah's decree. He does what He wants. No problem. So this is how you see the one who believes properly in Qadab al-Qadr, he will benefit in this particular affair, and he will chase after that which benefits him. Whereas the one who doesn't believe, who's scared of everything, he, 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 he will be, and he prevents it, from any type of success, why? Because he's scared of everything. No, I'm just going to stay right here just in case, you know, because, because, but, yes, and I'm, nah, I'm, uh, the Shaykh, he says, فَيَنْحَبِسُ عَنِ الْأَمَانِ مِنَ الْخَوْفِ So the one who doesn't believe properly in Qadai al-Qadr, he will be prevented from actions because of his fear. His fear will prevent him from actions. وَأَمَّا إِذَا آمَنَ بِالْقَضَاءِ وَالْقَدَرِ But if he 
But but for the one, yani, but if he were to believe in qada'i wal qadr, na'am, فَإِنَّهُ يَمْضِي فِي الْجِهَادِ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ وَيَمْضِي فِي الطَّلَبِ الْرِزْقَ وَيَكِلُ الْأُمُورَ إِلَى اللَّهِ جَلَّ وَعَلَى For the one who truly believes in qada'i wal qadr, what will happen is that he will chase after and pursue. He will pursue fighting in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. He will pursue fighting in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he knows. If I'm supposed to die today, I'm going to die today. La ba'as. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. They belong to Allah, so Allah will be returning. So I'm going to die today, I'm going to die today. Yani, kulu nafsa da'iqat al-mawt. Every soul will taste death. Every soul will taste death. So if it's my day to die, I'm going to die. And if it's not, then he gets a great reward. He gets a great reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. And he will seek after that which will benefit him from provisions. He will seek after his provisions. He will seek after that which will benefit him. And this is from what? Believing properly in al-qada'i wal-qadr. And the Prophet wasallam he used to teach it to the Sahaba. Naam, he used to teach it to the Sahaba. So I want you to understand something. I want you to reflect upon something right now. Those individuals who truly want good for you, they are not individuals who appease you. Let me say this again. Those individuals who truly want good for you, these are not individuals who will appease you. These are not individuals who tell you what you want to hear. These are individuals who tell you what you need to hear. You understand? Because you find Ahl al-Bid'ah, they come and they say things like, you know what, talking about Iman, talking about yani, Qadr, talking about Tawheed, talking about Aqeedah, this is that which separate the Muslims. We're not going to talk about that because some people may not like what I'm saying. So we're not going to talk about that. Let's talk about other stuff. So they go ahead and they speak about other things that really, yeah, they may have some benefit, but not the overall total benefit. You understand? You don't have the overall benefit. So you find what? Those individuals are stricken with the life of these life problems. Stricken with fear, stricken with cowardice, stricken with yani, be, be, de, yeah, becoming uh, worried and, 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 and destroying themselves with anxiety and so on and so forth. Stricken with becoming mad and upset and so on and so forth. Why? Because no one is teaching them how to properly believe in the qadai wal qadr. So their life doesn't improve. There's no benefit for them. Amma ahli sunnah, but the people of the sunnah, they teach the people what will benefit them. They teach the people what is khair. They teach the people what the Prophet Sallallahu taught. This is what they convey to the people. Naam? And this would enrich their lives. That which the Prophet ﷺ came with enriches the life. The Prophet ﷺ, he came with Tawheed. Tawheed enriches the life. It don't hurt the Muslims. It benefits the Muslims. Benefits all of mankind. The Prophet ﷺ, he taught Aqeedah. Aqeedah don't separate the Muslims. Aqeedah bring the Muslims together. Hold all of you all together to Allah and don't separate. Tawheed, Aqeedah, Minhaj bring the Muslims together. Bring the Muslims together. Naam, it benefits the Muslims. You understand? It benefits them in every which way, shape, and form. From A to Z, from Aleph to Yah, it benefits them from the head to the toe. It benefits the Muslims. It benefits them. The repercussions of the khair is tremendous. Why? Because khair begets khair. Good begets good. Good begets good. Naam. And this is important. This is why it is important for us to understand and to know our aqidah because it's not just something near. You know, like the person become Muslim tell them, okay, this is the five pillars of Islam, six articles of faith, you know, this is what he signed, boom, keep it moving. No. They have to be taught, they have to go in so they understand. Because only when they understand and believe correctly will it have a positive impact upon their life. Only will it have a positive impact upon their existence. Only then will it truly benefit them and change them and, 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 and alter their situation for the better. 
it only then would allow them and equip them with the tools that are needed to benefit, huh? To benefit and to traverse through this life upon khair. I know it's getting time close to the adhan for Isha. So we just want to mention and show how the Prophet وسلم, he used to teach the Sahaba this aqidah. He would teach them about al qadr as the Prophet وسلم, he, he, he taught to Abdullah ibn Abbas ta'ala with the Prophet وسلم, he said, سألت, If you ask, ask Allah. And if you ask for yani, help, then, then seek the help of Allah. If you seek help, then seek the help of Allah Ta'ala. Seek the aid and assistance of Allah Ta'ala. <coughs> وَعَلَمْ أَنَّ الْأُمَّةَ لَوْ اجْتَمَعَتْ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَنْفَعُوكَ بِشَيْءٍ لَمْ يَنْفَعُوكَ إِلَّا بِشَيْءٍ قَدْ كَتَبَهُ اللَّهُ لَكَ And know that if the nation were to gather together to benefit you with something, they will not be able to benefit you with anything except that which Allah has already written for you. That if everybody were to come together, to try to benefit you with something, they will not be able to do so except with that which Allah Ta'ala has already written for you. And if they will come together in order to harm you, and they will not be able to harm you except with that which Allah Ta'ala has already written for you. The pins have been lifted and the scrolls have been folded. Now, this is what the Prophet Sallallahu he taught Abdullah ibn Abbas. And at this time, he was a kid. Because in the beginning of the hadith, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He said, oh young boy, I'm going to teach you words. I'm going to teach you some, 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 yani, I'm going to teach you some words. Now, which shows you that what? That these type of issues, they are not beyond the mental capacity of our children. We have to teach our children a proper aqidah. Teach our children a proper belief. Some people come and they say, don't teach your children tawheed. Don't teach your children about this stuff. Teach them out of bad time. Teach them this type of thing. Teach them love is umi. Teach them love is abi. Now, people look at me and I'm crazy. I'm telling you this. Someone told me this right here in Florida. Right here in Florida. This is not no made up tabligi story. This is real life. Right here in Florida. Someone came for the weekend program. We teach the children. He said, look, why you teach the children about these things? Teach them about, you know, believe that. Teach the children respect their parents. Teach the children to honor the umi and the abbey. Teach them that stuff for me, please. I told him, man, listen. If the children going to respect the parents and get the parent is right, it's only because the children gonna, yeah, they know the right of Allah and give Allah's right. If the children don't give Allah's right, you ain't never getting your right. So we're going to teach the children Aqidah, we're going to teach them Tawheed, we're going to teach them the Minhaj from when they're little. Why? Because that's the way it's supposed to be. That's what we learn from the Prophet Sallallahu As we said, we know it's close to the time of Isha. فَنَتَّفِي بِهَادِ الْقَدَرِ وَصَلَى سَلَّمَ عَلَى نَبِينَ مُحَمَّدِ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ جَزَاكُمُ اللَّهُ خَ